Welcome to the Breaking the Barrier podcast. This is episode 78. This podcast is sponsored by Generation UCAN, the smarter energy nutrition that's powered by Superstarch, a slow-release complex carbohydrate that uniquely delivers steady, long-lasting energy to keep you fueled and feeling good. Visit generationucan.com.au and use the coupon code BREAKINGTHEBARRIER for 15% off your first order. That's generationucan.com.au and use the coupon code BREAKINGTHEBARRIER. Listeners of the Breaking the Barrier podcast can now also enjoy a 10% discount on these Spartan races. All you have to do is go to spartanrace.com.au and enter any race that you want and enter the code BREAKINGTHEBARRIER upon checkout when entering for that race and you will receive 10% off. That's spartanrace.com.au and use the coupon code BREAKINGTHEBARRIER. Welcome to Isolation Breaking the Barrier. Totally. Andrew. It's totally a good time. Welcome back, Zach. <laughs> we talked about doing this and not actually having to be in the same room each other for about four months. Yeah. And it forced a international pandemic for us to actually figure out the technology. Yeah, exactly. But we're digital now. It's good. All digital. And we're, we're following the rules because we rock. Yes. So today's episode, what are we going to talk about? We're going to do, I guess, a bunch of shout outs. There's been a lot yeah. of great stuff from the community that we just want to make sure we don't miss. Yeah, there's so many um, stuff. There's like the, you know, all the stuff about the home workouts, obviously the virtual run, just people doing, uh, going above and beyond in general. Uh, it's been a, it's been a real blast seeing everybody going for it. Yeah, it's been awesome. Mm. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk a little bit about COVID and then I guess finish off with how the two of us are going and then uh, maybe a special thing that you teased on the uh, the Facebook before. Maybe. We'll cover off that as well. Maybe. Yeah. Some more possibly stuff to give away. Who knows? Nice. We'll find out. Um, so yeah, um, home workouts. I've been amazed mm. by how just the community in general, but especially Breaking the Barrier, yeah. have banded behind this concept of isolation doesn't mean inactive no and the the options you have to do something at the moment are just incredible and we're seeing that start to come um through with what some of our people are doing i mean i just really quickly in terms of organized workouts um on the community brad sims is posting spartan workouts once a week which is amazing yeah um maria's been uh putting on to this les mills on demand uh she also shared that melbourne university is doing free online group fitness classes mm. Um, Jess is sharing a boot camp that's streaming from Adelaide. Yeah, that's at like in time six, to a strip to Victoria. Yeah, it's too early for me. Normally, it's not, but I've been getting up at like noon lately. <laughs> You've been taking that whole opportunity to sleep in. Yeah, well, really... I'm still getting my eight hours because I don't go to bed till like three o'clock in the morning now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's heaps of ways to work out. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how people come out of this isolation who have yeah. stayed motivated. Yeah. If they're not training for a race, but they're still staying active, we could see some really good performances and times when we eventually get back to racing. Yeah, well, uh, Joe DeSena said it uh, a couple weeks ago. He said, you know, you're going to either come out of this thing in the best shape of your life or in the worst shape of your life. And it's absolutely true because, I mean, if you're working from home or if you're just home not working, there's two things you can do is you can stay fit or you can just lose it all yeah and i don't know about you but i'm noticing when i go out and about i'm seeing a lot more people taking advantage of that whole the only reason you're allowed to go out is to exercise yeah as an excuse to go out and exercise there's a lot of people who 
you know, again, we don't like to judge based on appearance, but no. there's a lot of people who I would say are out there walking with their partners or their kids mm. who I would normally say wouldn't have been choosing to do that. No, I've seen so many people outside. And, I, you know, I run around my neighborhood quite often, um, even bef obviously before this, and I've never seen as many people out and about as I have lately. And, I mean, it's good that they're staying, that they're getting active using this opportunity to do something. But it's just, yeah, it's really interesting. It's like all these people who never would have like left their house maybe for any kind of fitness but as soon as the government says don't leave your house <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's leave our house Houses. i don't want to but the government said i can't so i will maybe that's the lesson i think that that's a good lesson maybe that's what we should do to combat smoking tell everyone they have to smoke and then people will rebel against it good call reverse psychology mm. kind of thing <laughs> yeah. yeah um but i mean i mean and it's also good to show that i mean on the um the Facebook page we had Andy share his home gym yeah, that he's done which is amazing got, by the way oh my god it's an amazing home I'm gym jealous. there's actually some really nice home gyms yeah. some of our people have yeah um which is great if you've got it if you've got that and you've got a treadmill or some weights or something that's awesome but it doesn't it shows that you don't have to have that you can work out and do something and running is just coming out as the thing that everyone's trying. Running and bike riding yeah. are the two things everyone's getting onto because most people have a bike. Running is starting. Running is quote unquote cheap. We've proven that it gets really expensive Can. and painful after a while. Yes, um, but running's a great way to get into it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And even aside all that, like what you were just saying before, it's it's amazing some of the ingenuity that I've seen. Um, like I don't have a lot of weights in my house and. You know, something that I never would have thought of, I saw on like a, uh, it probably was a Spartan website, or maybe it was Jets at Home, it was a, my gym mm. has a Facebook page now, you know, and it was just like, fill up your empty protein containers with rocks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right. So I did that, and one of them's like 10 kilograms, and that's pretty good thing, you know. Yeah. Um, one of them like, I saw was like fill a backpack up with rice and then put the backpack over a broom handle. Oh, there you go. You've got a curl bar. You're oh, ready to go. that's a good call. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Because I look at stuff like like Brad's Spartan work. He, he called it, and you might have to explain this to me, Spartan pancake. Mm. Is that where you've got like a special big yeah, so, uh, thing? So the pancake is what's referred to. what uh, One of the obstacles, it's it's like a basically it's a sandbag carry. And so the pancake kind of simulates the sandbag uh it's just yeah. basically it's a big pancake thing that's weighted that you can use it for sort of uh functional training carries um you know um kind of throws over your head any anything that you can really think of but yeah they're, they're really good at simulating uh sandbag carries so you could like fill a backpack up with something soft and not sharp and, and get a very similar experience if you were you know if you didn't have the equipment at home yeah exactly and do you know what because spartan pancakes it's a funny thing to say but they're i mean you know some of that stuff is quite expensive so if, yeah. if you've got stuff like lying around the house like a backpack like an empty protein container or something fill it up with sand fill it up with rocks everybody's got rocks and dirt in their yard i imagine um yep. or you know something that you can fill it up with even if you fill up an old container with water um you know, if you don't have rocks. The or shops have got stock again. You might even be able to go buy flour and rice. We don't know. Mm. Or do it in installments. That's right. Just don't just don't hoard it again. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's a good one. Like, I've, I've really enjoyed um, what Brad's been posting every week. Yeah. And how he's been giving us something different to do. It's been it's been good. It's, it's it, like I find that 
I tend to get into a bit of a rut sometimes with my home workouts. Yeah. And then I've had like Brad's ones have been something to look at. Um, Maria's alphabet workout was just really interesting. Yeah, um, that doesn't when, look like something I ever want to do. It's so hard. I mean, I th- well, when your surname's Domigelski or yeah. your full name's Andrew Lorenzo, I think you're in trouble yeah. because it looks tough. Well, yeah, right away, you're starting out with Domigelski, a minute plank. Yep. Or 40 burpees if you start from your first name. Yeah. That's a- my my first name sucks. My first name is forty burpees, fifty jumping jacks, and then fifteen full sit ups. That's just Zach. Uh, and then you go into my surname as well. Yeah. Nope. But it's great. I mean, and again, the thing I loved about that, all of those exercises were simply body weight. Yeah, and that's body weight workouts are awesome. Body body weight. Do you know? I'm I'm gonna st- I'm I'm myself trying to start to get. Wow, I can use words. I'm trying to start to get into. Does that make sense? Whatever body weight stuff, just because that I've forgotten how good body weight exercises can be at yeah everything. Yeah, it's good. So, what's your home setup like? What do you have at home? Yeah, so basically, I've got uh, I've got uh, a treadmill. Yep. Which I'm trying not to use too much because I find that if I use a treadmill too often, my injury flares up. Winter's coming as well, so you might find yourself treadmill bound. Yeah, through necessity. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so I've got the treadmill. I've got uh, Andy just uh, lent me a pull-up bar that you just put into the doorway. So that's new. Oh, yeah. That's great. I love that. Uh, and then I got one of those. I got I got two eight-kilogram kettlebells. Um, and one of those door gyms. You know, it's like the 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 thing that attaches the door with the resistance bands. Yeah, yes, yeah. The the ones where you can sort of sit there and lock the door and you can do push-ups yeah, and pulls and yeah. all that sort of stuff, yeah. And it's, I, I'll be honest, it's okay. It's, you know, it's better than nothing. It's good for arms and it's good for even shoulders and back. But for my chest, it's not, I'm not feeling it. So I'm just like, I got a saggy chest now. <laughs> <laughs> so push-ups. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's, I think I'm going to start doing more push-ups because I've been, I've been kind of lazy because push-ups are, you know, they're hard. Yeah. Um yep. and I've I've been so sheltered in the gym with my weights and stuff. Like I push hard. We know I push hard, but like with I think because with push-ups I have to do like so many more of them to actually get the workout and it's, it's Yeah. I'm like I'd rather do 10 to 15 reps rather than 30 to 40. You know? Yeah. But you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Now I've got at my place I don't have the treadmill so I'm sort of restricted to outdoor running for my cardio but I've got a rowing machine. Yeah, so right. my wife used to be uh, a pretty good rower and so we bought a Concept2 rowing machine 10 years ago and that's getting just an absolute workout right now. Nice. And then I've got my adjustable dumbbells and a bench and some balance balls and then uh, like a TRX oh, yeah. system for doing pull-ups and stuff. So yeah, I'm finding enough just without having to go out. I thought I was going to have to go like back to my parents' place and grab my old weight set. Finding I'm not needing it. I'm making do with what I've got. Well, you know what you could do? You should go there, grab it, and let me have it. Okay, sure. I'll get onto that. Thanks. I've got the big band, yeah. so I could definitely fit it in. Do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not helping either. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, but there's also some really good performances that are coming out. Yeah. Um, so did you see... So Dean, our favorite man, Dean... Dean. Has decided that because he can't do ultras at the moment, yep. he's going to go off and smash out a PB for his half marathon, one thirty-eight fifty. That which is faster than my half marathon PB. Yeah, uh, that is awesome effort, Dean. Well done. And, and you know what? He he did say that he wasn't. I don't think that he had the in that post. He said he he didn't have the motivation to do it, mm. but he just 
said, let's just do it. And he pushed for it. And it's just, it's amazing to me so many times, uh, more times than not, it's those workouts that you didn't want to do that become the best workouts of your life sometimes. Yeah, it, it reminds me about when I spoke about how once fitness becomes part of your lifestyle, I was talking to Kat and we were, she, we were talking about how fitness becomes your lifestyle and you get to a point where you're like, you know what, I can bang out a half marathon, mm. whatever I want to. And so he woke up and went, well, what am I going to do today? I don't really feel like doing a 5K or whatever. You know what, I'm going to go try and set a PB for a half marathon. Yeah. So first of all, just being able to go out and run a half marathon on a whim with no taper or prep is amazing. Yeah. But then to smash, I think it was at least six minutes he took off his PB. I think it was nine. It was just even nine. Well, it was six upside down. That's even better. That's, there you go. Um, I mean, that's just amazing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, one thirty-eight fifty. Um, that's an, that's quick. That's insane. That's like a that's le- four twenty. Yeah, it's a four twenty. Yeah. That's just dumb. Yeah. Actually, no, four forty-one pace. Is it four forty-one? It's under five. Four twenty is if you want to go um, ninety minutes or something. Okay. Like yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's just incredible. No, that's that's an amazing run. Uh, <laughs> I've got my. I'm going to do a half marathon on Sunday and. I'm not aiming for anything close to that, but it gives you kind of hope that it's like, you know, you can get out there and and just do it. And man, to get out there and do a time like that where there's no crowd, there's no real adrenaline, just you didn't really have the motivation. Whew. That's awesome. Must be the podcast that he listens to. Obviously, he listens to some very good podcasts, absolutely. Indeed. Um, and then, I mean, the other ones I like, so our friend Daryl, um, he's been sort of dealing with a little bit of uh, a hip pain oh, after is he? doing the Brimback Ultra. Okay. Yeah. He, he pulled up a little sore after the Brimbank Ultra um, with his hip and everything. And I think not having anyone to run with. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the first couple of times you get to run by yourself after isolation kicks in. You're like, oh, this is great. I can just sort of relax. Mm. And then you get to like week three, week four, and you're like, oh. I don't get to run with anyone. Yeah, this um, sucks. I, Although we are allowed to, to get together as long as we maintain social distance. But yeah. it's just difficult to stay a meter and a half away from someone and feel like you're actually running with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it is definitely a tricky. And you, you just don't realize how much, like, you get to those points where, yeah, you just want to run on your own. But then when you have to, it's like, yep. I want to run with somebody. Yeah, so I've caught up with Daryl like once or twice mm. um, to run with him, but he's been bike riding a lot. Okay. Um, so getting back into the bike riding again, he's he's gone out to the back shed, he's pulled out the bike. I hear the bike stores are making an absolute monster at the moment. Yeah. Because all these people are bringing bikes and getting them serviced and everything, and he's up to forty k's a day right now. Wow, really? Yeah, on the bike. Holy yeah, hell. Yeah. That's going to be working from. Yeah, that's going to be amazing for his running too. Yeah, well, he thinks it's for his heart rate training. And he was also showing me he's got one of those high-altitude masks. Oh, yeah, I have one of those. Like oxygen. Yeah. So he's riding around like that, looking like Bane. So he's, uh, people think he's crazy? <laughs> exactly. Cool. That's cool. Good for him. Mm. Yeah, Which well, awesome. I think a lot of the fitness stores are, are, you know, just getting a lot of business. Like, you can't find dumbbells anywhere anymore. No. Because um, obviously all the gyms are closed. But. Treadmills were sold out for a long time. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, Casey was trying to find a treadmill. That's right. Basically yep. everywhere in Melbourne trying to find something. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Um, you can't even buy anything online because it's like not back ordered. Go F yourself. Fair enough. I will. Yeah. I'll get on that. Um, but, you know, again, back to people just making do with what they got. I mean, obviously we got Shani who, who did the... Uh, covid uh marathon challenge i think she completed it last week she got 42.2 kilometers done uh outside on the pavement no treadmill and 
Yeah, matter of fact, first time she ever set a goal for herself. First time she ever set a mileage goal for a week. She's never actually mm. gone after a weekly mileage no, goal. No, she's gone for time, um, yes. but not a weekly goal. And it was actually interesting. I saw her. I've never seen her when I'm running because we don't really live that close to each other. We're about maybe five minutes away from each other, so it's not far. But miles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, and I. I, I hear, because I had my headphones in, and I hear this, someone scream out, Superman! I was like, what the hell? And there's Shaddy, just running, like, Nick, oh. I'm like, whoa, how you doing? Like, we kept our distance, you know, yes. it was weird, because we both, there was that unspoken, don't get too close to me right now, but we'll talk. Yeah. Uh, but it was really cool to see her out, it was great to see a familiar face, um, and she was just out there kicking goals, and she, you know, she completed the COVID-19 marathon challenge. Which is great. It is good to see people again in person. Like you and I have been texting every day yeah. for the last couple of weeks, but to actually see you on video right now, it's kind of exciting. I know. It's I was, like, say, oh, I was thinking about that. Exists. Oh, he's yeah. he, he actually there. He got a haircut. He's he's still there. Yeah. Cool. I haven't gotten a haircut in about two months. <laughs> I just got a new set of clippers delivered, so I'm I'm home haircutting now. Nice. Yeah, just sort of going the straight six all over. Yeah. This is a, this is as, as low as I can go okay. with my wife thinking it's still okay, but I feel like I don't have to worry about styling it all yeah. just cut it and it's all done well it's, yeah. it's interesting because now you have the same amount of basically hair on your face it is my beard and my hair like I'm a six all over now that's awesome so I'm going to start shaving my whole body See, just down to six millimeters I always told yeah. you you were a six solid six yeah I'm a solid six <laughs> yeah. sometimes with a little bit of hair gel I'm a seven sometimes um, six and yeah. a half with a tie yeah <laughs> let's be honest we're rounding up yeah we'll, yeah. we'll round up mm. um, yeah uh, I wanted to give a, a shout out to Mahinder, Mahinder who is uh Park Run buddy of ours. He's always at Park yes. Run. Obviously not now, but he had some health complications. He did um, with his heart, and he's getting back out there, getting his running up and going again, which is really exciting. Did you see what he did the other day? Uh, I didn't see what did he do the other day. Twenty-two k's. Did he really? He did twenty-two k's. Yeah, which it feels like not that long wow. since having that that little medical scare. No, um, that, needing to get that checked out. That I so, feel like that was like last was it last month or was it longer than that? It's all kind of blurry. Yeah. Like, you know, we've been in isolation for 13 years now, it feels like. Um, uh, Today has been the longest decade of my life. Listen, we're up to day two of homeschooling here in the Domogelski household, and it feels like it's been about two years. Yeah, now, you, you, so. you, used, you used the word schmuck this morning. That was. We were meant to record this yesterday, and uh, Andrew messaged me to say, I can't do it. And I was like, yep, that's good because stuff is actually blowing up here. Um, and then you messaged back to say, I can do it. I have to come clean and explain that, yeah, um, <laughs> there'd been a, a falling out as we reviewed the day's accomplishments uh, yep. of my oldest one. That's cool. Teachers should be paid a billion dollars a year. I've decided this now after just two days of having to look after a 13-year-old and a 9-year-old. I think a lot of the teachers that listen to this will agree with you. Um, Yeah, I I can only imagine what my teachers thought of me when I was a kid or what they think of me now. Yes. Um, So, yeah, so so, so short answer, there's a bunch of uh, people out there doing some good stuff. There's also... We did our... Uh, lessons learnt on uh, how we had that question from Amy a while ago about how do you work out yep. during lunchtime yep. and we did like 10-15 minutes on that I love to see that she's talking now about her lunchtime workouts are a lot easier yeah because obviously she's got the shower right there yeah um, she's got no one crowding her in the change room because it's her own house well there you go it's like you know that that was like a uh, a big big opportunity there for her it's like she asked the question and then all of a sudden the globe has a disease so I feel like maybe <laughs> was it her fault 
Yeah, I think that makes sense, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Amy. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Um, it, it, it is though good the, the lunchtime workout I think especially if you're working from home is just so essential right now just yeah. to break up your day and do something different yeah absolutely and do you know it's it's interesting there's there's a lot of negatives in this thing but you know looking at the positives like you can spend more time at home with your family which may or may not be a good thing I don't know uh, but you can do those work day workouts a lot easier now and um, yeah you know there are positives there and just got to look for them Look, yeah, think outside the box. Taking a break uh, whenever you get the opportunity. Like lots of people are doing the morning workouts that they never would have done before right. because they can sleep in yeah. a little bit later. Yeah. Avoid that commute. Uh, it's funny. I'm finding that when I run in the morning, mm. I'm sort of managing my same normal times. But getting an opportunity to run in the afternoon at like four o'clock or so, yeah. I feel like because maybe because your body's been awake for six or seven hours and it's more warmed up or anything, yeah. I find I can go out there and just get straight into a an afternoon afternoon run yeah. nice and easily. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's interesting because I've I've been doing the same thing. Like because when things are normal, I have my routine. I get up. I have my coffee. I'm up out the door running by seven, eight o'clock at the very latest, depending on what I have on six, if I have to. But lately I've been, like I said, I've been sleeping in, I've been taking the opportunity to just go at a leisurely pace. So getting my workouts done for the most part. Um, but it's nice to not have that, not that I ever put pressure on myself, but it's nice to be able to, you know, go out and run in the afternoon just cause I can. Yeah. I find that I'm trying to do a, you know, run and then do like a strength workout and row mm. um, every single day and sometimes you just wake up and you go I don't feel like running so I'll do the workout and the row in the morning yeah. this time and I'll do the run in the afternoon just it's amazing how much not having to commute to work yeah. and um, it also seems to be like an unspoken sort of rule amongst people that we're not going to all like if people aren't available for a work meeting or something, well, people have stuff going on now. So let's deal with it. I think we're slowly starting to get that routine where people have realized we're going to be in this state for a while. Yeah. So let's not try and bust ourselves trying to get it all done in the first three weeks. Let's try and find a routine that's sustainable. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And hmm. I think once this is all over and done with, those people that have found that routine will find it so much easier to continue it when, you know, it's just easier to continue when the the luxuries of a gym or the luxuries of whatever is there. Um, well, I think people will know what they'll miss now. Yeah. People who previously hadn't had the opportunity to work out in the morning or straight after work or something like that, when you have to go back to work and you have to do the commute, they'll sit there and they'll go, oh, why does this feel so hard? Oh, because I'm missing my morning workout. I'm missing my lunch yeah. break where I go to go for a walk. And maybe they'll prioritize the, their lifestyle a little bit differently to create space for that, which it didn't have before. Absolutely. And that's another big positive. This, this For the people that are creating those habits it's gonna form a lifestyle change um if if it's not something that they're used to i mean not saying that people who are working out don't already have this in their lifestyle but the people that this is kind of new to yeah that's a good thing you know it's they're gonna add you know both years and life to their life and years you know years and life to their life and years indeed that's good i know i had to think about that for a second (laughs) But I was meant, I meant to say that, and it came out the way that I wanted it to, so that'll never happen again. Awesome. You nailed it. Indeed. I tried. Uh, something else you nailed. How did the uh, the COVID-19, the jokes on you, April Fool's run go? Oh, man. Do you know we had so many great, uh, we had so many great success stories in that. Uh, so many people took part in it. Because, you know, I, I kind of did it 
on a whim and you know in 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 brendan's credit for that time that he was here this is the only credit you will get brendan indeed sit back relax enjoy this i had already had the idea that i was going to do this but then when he said you should do like a virtual run or a, a, a host a race and i was like you know what that's kind of like this the sign that i needed to make this thing happen i don't care if one person does it i don't care if 50 people do it um but a lot of people did it and it a lot of people did it like i couldn't see on strava um all, all the people that had recorded a strava run and tagged it but just on facebook there was at least a dozen people replied to your posts on facebook yeah. saying that they got out and did somewhere between five and 20 in some cases yeah well i mean there was uh, just to name a, a, a few there was jenna dean omar amy vicky allison maria annabelle and thula andy marty buddy janelle Kathleen and they all had you know they all had their amazing stories to say I mean for example a couple of people like Kathleen and um, Marty ran some 10k work uh, 10k runs Annabelle did a 12-hour nursing shift <laughs> and she used that yeah. as her virtual run because she walked that's a lot of time on food. that's over 10 kilometers she, she walked Omar ran twice that day um, so it was just it was great um i think marty and kathleen actually mentioned that they ran past um playgrounds or, or parks and they were closed which was unfortunate uh it is yeah. sad sight to see but you know that's uh that's the world we live in right now but really awesome that they they got out there and they kicked some butt i think dean did it on like 39 kilometer tired legs yeah, he did a long run the day before. Yeah. Um, and it went out and still did something on the April Fool's Day, which is awesome. Yeah, that's nuts. I must say, the the, the Breaking the Barrier Club on Strava is quite impressive right now. Mm. There is a lot of people doing some really good mileage every week. Yeah. Um, I, I counted four people went over 100 kilometers wow. last week. Um, and, and from all over the globe as well. Like yeah. normally when I jump on the Breaking the Barrier community on Facebook, I see a lot of the same names mm. and people I know from our local area. Yeah. But there's some real international representation yeah. uh, on that Strava well, we club, have, so it, it's awesome. We have listeners in obviously the United States, Canada, Argentina, uh, you know, the UK, Spain, Germany's a big one. Uh, I saw Hungary as well. Like a, a, lot of, a lot of international listeners. And that's a great thing about Strava is that you can see all that and it's like wow i mean you can see the analytics on of course the podcast page but then when you actually see it because you know people engaging with what you're doing it's like oh wow these people are like from spain and they're actually like listening to us that's cool Hmm. i had a we had a shout out on the marathon training academy podcast the other day um Oh, really? Yeah, this guy who listens, Foti, he is part of the Marathon Training Academy. Basically, he's he's a member of the Academy. He's a listener of their podcast. And they had him on for an interview. I think they were commemorating Angie's 50 marathons in 50 states. And so they kind of brought people in who have been listening to the podcast for the whole time that they've been on. It was something like that, commemorating that. Yeah. And he said, what other podcasts do you listen to, Fody? And he was like, well, I listen to Breaking the Barrier. And Trevor was like, oh, yeah, Andrew and Zach. And I was like, yeah, rock on. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, yeah, you, you know, people enjoy us. Not that we're bragging about ourselves, but we rock. No, we're huge in Spain. That'll definitely be on the world tour when the time comes. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> we should do it. Um, 
Is there anything else you wanted to talk about in terms of um, stuff people have been up to? Um, or I'm just looking back through that. We've got a long list of stuff that people have been checking out and doing, yeah. which is awesome. And you know, it's, it's funny, uh, everybody. Zach actually and I have sort of differing notes. Zach sent me uh, a link to uh, show notes that he had done up. So we kind of had a thing, uh, like a lineup of what we were going to talk about. And of course, I didn't check it, so I made my own. And basically, <laughs> it said the same things that his does. But his is yes. obviously much more detailed than mine. And I sent that to him. And he's like, you didn't look at my notes, did you? And I was like, no, <laughs> sorry. Or you took my notes and copied them into a completely separate document. And, and I just passed them off as my me. own. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. Your notes are so much better than mine. I just shoot. You would have been great at school just copying. All right, that's all I did. I shoot from Andrew, the hip, man. Andrew, I think you, you stole your work. Why? Well, you opened up with as Zach Domigelski, I dot, dot, dot. As an actor. Yeah, <laughs> I actually got busted um, when I was in year 10, I think it was, because I let a friend of mine uh, basically copy my assignment word for word. Bummer. Uh, and, but to the extent where he basically just went into the computer, changed the font, put his name, and submitted exactly the same assignment. And we somehow thought it wouldn't get picked up, well, and it was you've got picked to, up straight You've away. got to give him credit, because that is, that is, that is a mind-blowingly ballsy move. <laughs> yes, it was the height of laziness. Yeah. Um, so credit to him. Big, big, good job. What's his name? George? Uh, I think his name is Shannon, actually. Yeah, I made that up. You didn't tell me his name. Yeah. I, okay. You know, yeah. I should have said Muhammad because that's the most popular name in the world, I think. So I would have had a really good chance if I... Anyway. <laughs> um, so um, do you want to talk about... Um, no. Because conscious that we do have uh, listeners from all different parts of the world. Yeah. Um, Let's give the Australian perspective on what's happening over the last couple of weeks with the COVID pandemic and, and how we've responded here, at least in, I mean, you know, for, for international listeners, Australia, the federal government that looks after all of Australia is sending out communications, obviously, on a daily basis yep. saying how things are going and, and they've set certain regulations, but states of Australia are independent and able to do their own thing. And so yeah. there is a little bit of difference between what we're doing here in Victoria mm. versus Queensland versus Western Australia, yeah. uh, New South Wales. So uh, it is a little bit different state to state and then very different to what we're seeing in different parts of the world Absolutely. based on where our curve has gone. Absolutely. Well, Zach, I, I, I'm going to let you read uh, under the COVID updates of the note. I want you to read the first two lines because you wrote that. I think that's funny and it's true. Yeah, sure. So, so the, the, you know, the basic update on COVID is everything is cancelled. Nobody can do anything. Stop looking for loopholes. Stay the fuck at home. <laughs> that seems to be the message from all parties where Australia's approach to how we're handling the pandemic. Yeah. And I must admit that I, you know, I, I agree with the not looking for loopholes because I'm seeing a lot of people who are like doing that. And I'm just like, stop. Just yeah. follow the rules. Like, I don't. You know, shit happens. Life is shit right now sometimes. But work with what you got. Don't go out of your way to keep things normal because it's not fair to the rest of the people who are trying to flatten this curve. Um, yeah. Even there was um, so many people fined over Easter weekend because they... Yeah. Like So, so for those of you who aren't in Australia, so he, if you go back and listen to episode 77, which was my sounds from the Brimbank Ultra, mm. that weekend, Australia rapidly went from 
we should maintain social distance, please be aware, straight through stage one, straight through stage two, basically to stage three of restrictions within a week, yeah. uh, which basically means you're only allowed outside for four reasons and four reasons only. Yep. One is you have to go to work, you can't work from home. Two is you need to go get food or supplies. Three is you're allowed to go exercise. And four, I think, is to go help someone who's in need or um, look after someone like that. Those are the yeah. only reasons why you're meant to be going yeah. outside. And for exercise, um, you're not meant to travel. You're just running around your block 30 to 45 minutes, uh, you know, Yeah. whatever. It needs to be something that you would feel comfortable defending to a police officer if they pulled you over and said, why are you driving to exercise? Oh, well, I'm driving three hours to go and do this. That's yeah, not a good excuse. That's, that's not okay. But part of it was because, and this was up in New South Wales, not here in Victoria, but that first weekend that they really started to go hard on the restrictions, there was footage of Bondi Beach up in Sydney. Yeah. Just packed with people. Packed to the rafters with people. I'm just like, people, come on. Like, and I will admit that when this first thing, this thing first started, I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's not a big deal. But you know what? I I can admit that I was not right <laughs> i want oh, i had the co- yeah i had the conversation with my wife and i was like you know how we were planning to go to thailand like you know for three weeks <laughs> what would you have done she's like you can't compare it like the information we had three to four weeks ago versus what we know now is completely different yeah 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 it's absolutely true it's just great it's just crazy and it's interesting because you said you know you're looking at what stage four could be um, mm. And it's it's interesting because I was having this conversation with Andy and Maria a couple, oh, whenever stage three was about to take place, a couple weeks ago, when, right? Um, and they were like, you know, stage three is going to be this, this, and this. Um, and I was like, yeah, but, and we were all kind of in agreement. It's like, it's, it's all conjecture, really, because there are no stage three guidelines. This hasn't been mapped out. It's no. not like they're reading from a playbook going, okay, well, now we no. interact stage four. Yeah. Stage four, they have to make it up. Exactly. So when people are yeah. like to me, oh, man, we're going to be in stage four lockdown. You better prepare. I'm like, what does that mean? I, yeah, we don't know what stage four lockdown could be. Yeah. What does stage five look like? Exactly. If stage four is, is lockdown. Exactly. And I, from what I understand from – because at this point – when we're about to enter into stage three, there was literally nothing that you could find that was telling you what stage three might entail. But now they're kind of, there is, and stage four, they have a little bit out there. What It, it doesn't look like it's that much different. Um, I think just they, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it wasn't that much different. I think that there was no, something. I think it would be things like at the moment you can go to a restaurant to get takeaway food and do stuff like that. They but, may shut a lot of those down. Yeah. And the only way you'll be able to get... Um, food would be if it's delivered to you versus if you can still go to a shopping center. They might shut down a whole lot of the... uh, I mean, they've shut down a lot of the stuff that's kind of on the border for essential services anyway, like body salons. They might stop face-to-face consultation at banks um, Mm. and accountants and so forth. Um, Exercise would be a big one. Exercise is the big lever they could pull because with so many people getting out there and doing exercise under stage three because it's the only thing you could do, they could definitely end up in a situation like we have in France where France has put in restrictions where you have to exercise within one kilometer of your home Mm. and you're not allowed to exercise between the hours of 10 and 7 and you're not allowed to exercise per day for more than an hour. Yeah, and it's it's a scary thing. And because, I mean, you saw how much backlash the fishermen got when when they basically said, 
So for those of you who don't know, here in Australia, they took away fishing. And that was a big deal to a lot of people who go out because they use that as not physical exercise, but mental exercise. And so it's like, where do you draw that line of necessary exercise and not? And like, and a lot of people were saying, when I'm out fishing, I'm sitting in a tinny, a boat by myself, or I'm sitting on the edge of a dock by myself. Yeah. I'm not with 20 other people. I'm yeah. by myself. Exactly. Um, but I think what they're worried about is if you've got someone out on a boat doing a water sport and they get injured and they have You're to come in and You're going to flood the hospital, hospital even more resources that we don't av- have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all about avoiding impact on the hospital system rather yeah. than what might actually happen to you during that particular event. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, have you seen the way I run? Yes. And meanwhile, the thing I don't understand is, and I don't get this sport generally, but horse racing is still going. Yeah. Horse racing is still happening under stage three. They're still running races every day and betting and all that sort of thing. I'm not really a fan of horse racing in general. I know it's a big pastime for many countries, America, Australia, uh, England, obviously. Um, But it it is strange to me that that's continuing on. Um, Like, Why? I mean, yeah, I mean, I would think a horse accident is going to definitely yeah. be a bad accident. Yeah. And I've seen what it takes to actually get a horse in and out of a stable and to the gates. There's people all over each yeah, other. Yeah, you've got to have a crew there. It's not... Yes. I mean... Oh, wait. The jockeys in the stalls when they're lined up ready to That is um, not compete, social within 10 centimeters of each yeah. other. Yeah. Sports aren't still playing, are they? No, so r- basketball stopped. Football yeah. has stopped, both rugby and AFL. Um, over in America, obviously, they yeah, stopped in America, that. I there's, that. A, there's a lot of people talking about what biodome sports could look like. Oh, so yeah. if you grabbed, say, you know, all 30 basketball teams in the NBA and took them to Las Vegas and said, you can only stay in these hotels, you can't leave these hotels, you can go to these courts, and we'll play the games without fans in like a super controlled environment. Yeah. Um, how that would possibly work. And just some of the numbers they're talking about would be astronomical. Like cost-wise? Or? Cost-wise. Yeah. And also, what happens if the virus does get in and someone tests positive? And <laughs> now you've had all these people super contained. Yeah. They're all going to get infected. Um, and then also what we were talking about before. Let's suppose um, LeBron James is playing and he hurts his knee. And all of a sudden you've got an athlete worth a billion dollars who needs a hospital bed. Do you give him a hospital bed over a average 22-year-old mother? You know, something yeah, like that. That's a, that's a, that's a, yeah. That, and that, yeah. I think we both know the answer to that one, unfortunately. Well, LeBron would probably have his own hospital. Well, that's, so just, uh, that's a good yeah, point. I don't think he'd exactly be taking um, resources away from the public health yeah, system. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. But, that's a good point. But I mean, that's the whole thing. Is like we're trying to avoid stuff like that. And you know, the rugby are saying that they could be back in a couple of weeks' time. I mean, the worst case scenario, as I'm hearing, is that they're saying that none of these things will open up until a vaccine. Yeah, I is feel like that. That's I feel like that's where it is going to lie. Because look. The cases are going down. Things are getting a little bit calmer. Things are getting a little bit better. We are flattening the curve. We can't get complacent. Here in Australia. Here in in Australia. Mm -hmm. And do you know what? I don't care about what CNN says. I can't believe that United States is the only country that's not finding anything getting better. Like, CNN's an Mm -hmm. asshole. Uh, (laughs) But, you know. But, yeah, man. I, 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 I can't imagine this changing until we have some kind of vaccine that's ready for distribution i really can't yeah. because they they need the they need the 10 minute test yeah. which is we'll prick your finger and we'll be able to tell in 10 minutes do you have it or have you had it yeah they need that yeah 
but all that will do is be able to control people and isolate them once we find out they've got yeah. it. You really need the vaccine. I mean, I'm yeah. hearing that Australian international borders could be shut for the rest of the calendar year. Yeah. Um, I don't doubt I mean, it. And this is what stage four would look like. When people say, what would stage four would look like? It would be all state borders would be shut down. Uh. They could possibly even shut down particular suburbs. So start to isolate people so you can only transfer between suburbs yeah. if you have to. No jumping in the car and driving across. I mean, there are already cases here in Victoria, Australia, of people being pulled over. Yeah. Because they're, they're driving and the police are like, where are you going? Like, why, oh, well, I'm- why are you on the stretch of highway? There's no absolute reason for you to be here. Yeah, oh, well, so the other day we had to get out of our house because we were getting some work done and we didn't want to be around the house whilst the tradie was here. Mm. And so we had the kids and we jumped in the car and we went away. And my wife was really worried. She's like, what if we get pulled over? And I'm like, well, what are we meant to do? We can't stay at home when the tradie's yeah. there. We need to give him space to operate. Yeah. But we also, so we ended up driving to a Bunnings and going and buying something from Bunnings, nice. um, the home hardware store, so I could at least say that I'd done a, uh, an essential service or essential trip to so Bunnings. So you're one of those people that are... People are getting pissed off at for going to Bunnings. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was preparing my backyard. You know, I've got to keep my backyard ready for physical exercise at all times. Yeah. That's a weird... Is that a, metaf- is that a weird metaphor? No, no. That's not a weird metaphor. I've actually been doing a lot of gardening oh, this okay. week. Yeah. That was a weird sexual thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> preparing my garden. It's like a metaphor. Preparing your backyard. That's why I've got the... Yeah, that's why I've got the groomers. So when I say I'm preparing my backyard, I mean, I'm just grooming every part of me down to like, you know, one millimeter hair length. Nice. That's hot. Mm. That's nice. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the Channel News, uh, Channel 9 News uh, episode about uh, what's happening at the Botanical Gardens here in Melbourne? No. Now, there was an article they did the other day and Tara shared it. Um, oh, I did in- see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, it speaks to that problem of the only reason you're allowed out or one of the only reasons you're allowed out is for exercise. Mm. And so the Botanical Gardens, which has always been a very popular running spot, is now absolutely flooded. And so you've got this irony of people who want to go out and exercise and maintain physical distance can't maintain physical distance because so many people are getting out and exercising. Exactly. And that's one of those things where it's like, well, now... and. Because public parks are shut, are they not? Yes, public. You can walk through a public park, but you can't go like sit in it or play, yeah, and play right. equipment or anything like and that. And so that's maybe one of those stage four lockdown things. It's like, well, okay, we've got to prevent people from coming into this because this shit's happening, uh, yes. and it sucks. It's like I I feel for these people that just want to get out, get some exercise, but you look at those pictures and those videos, and it's like. Yeah, yeah, that is. It's as crowded there as it is, like on a lunchtime midday run when everyone's out there yeah. or after work in yeah. summer. I mean, it's, it's no it's more busy. crowded than it normally would be, but it's just that doesn't really work right now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, I personally, I've worked out a route around my house which keeps me within a kilometer at all times. I'm, I can do a four-kilometer like clover leaf run yeah. where I'm no more than three minutes from home at any time. So if they decide to go to a stage four and say you must stay within, because you know one of the guidelines. And this is really funny because as athletes mm. we have a different interpretation on what going out for exercise looks like yeah like in france or the uk they're saying you know you can go out for up to an hour go for a 30 minute run you know we're not expecting anyone to go run 10 kilometers in these conditions and then as like a person who runs marathons and ultra marathons i'm like well a 10k run is a short run yeah that is a short run for me a, a, a 10k run is a warm-up so yeah you know, for some people, they're like, well, we think that physical exercise reasonably is go for a walk around your block. And so if they decide that stage four is you're not allowed to leave the block that you live upon, I've got a 
circuit yeah. worked out now that I can get brake glass in case of emergency. Nice. Yeah, I got one of those. It's a it's a it's a six hundred meter loop around uh, the inner part of my block, and you know it's only six hundred meters, but got to do, do it twenty it times. Do. Yeah, yeah, it's a good workout. Um, you know, and you know not. And I was having this conversation with somebody the other day who likes to travel to go to different places to work out. Uh, oh, the travel industry. Oh, the to work out. Yeah, to work yeah. out. And, yeah. you know, they were just like, well, you know, I don't like running around my neighborhood. It doesn't motivate me. And I'm like, well, you know, you've got to take what you can get. Like, if you really want to work out, work out. You know, it's it yeah. sucks. But it'll make it so much easier when you can have those things back. But, yeah, no, the travel industry, fuck. Oh, yeah, I know. It's just, I mean... We had all of our trip to Thailand canceled and just trying to navigate the whole, do we get a credit? Do mm. we get to move our dates? Do we get a refund? What are we entitled to? Standing on, sitting on queues for like hours just yeah. to try and, it's just been an absolute nightmare. And I think, you know, Australia's benefit is that we are an island nation. And mm. so by basically having no international ins or outs at the moment we really are now just dealing with cases coming in from cruise ships yeah. uh, and then trying to get on top of community transmission yeah which it sounds like we finally are i mean new south wales probably because new south wales had um back at the start of the pandemic a whole bunch of those cruise ships dock there and people distribute into new south wales from there they were always having the highest numbers yep. uh here in australia victoria has always been relatively low considering our population is the same size as new south wales yeah but they've all come down now like australia i think has has got the curve down to a case where there's i think 50 new cases detected a day yeah i think which it was for a population than that actually yeah which for a population of 25 million is pretty good it's i mean good. we're seeing we're seeing less people diagnosed every day than some countries are seeing deaths yeah yeah which is fucking scary um i mean the worldwide has gone over two million now hasn't it i think it is yeah yeah Yeah. um so that's fun um our 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 guy in the sky up in the across the pacific decided to pull the funding or is trying to pull the funding of the world health organization because you know he doesn't like that no he's an asshole (laughs) <laughs> I, I i saw um bill gates came out and uh, criticized that move by trump to withdraw funding quite severely um i also saw bill gates funded seven vaccine trials fully expecting that none of those vaccine trials will be successful just so that he could eliminate them as possibilities and possibly accelerate this thing by several months that's amazing Rather than someone having to waste time doing one of these seven trials he funded all of them to run in parallel Wow. Um, which means that they can eliminate false positives a yeah. lot quicker than if they had to do it one after the other based on funding. So take that, all you people that think that the rich should give us their money for doing nothing. And, and not cheap as well. Like People sit there and go, oh, well, you know, Bill Gates spending that is the same as me spending 10 cents. No, Bill, spend yeah, a bit of money on this a, one. It's that's not a, cheap to run yeah. a trial. It's, yeah. a, it's a good chunk of change, guys. Um, and, you know, you spending 10 cents, don't be silly. <laughs> Um, nobody likes to blow money, but of course he's not blowing it. If he's, if he's helping us get to this thing faster, that's amazing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, otherwise the normal vaccine duration is something like 18 months. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be sitting in June, 2021, thinking that only then we're in a position to start, um, getting a vaccine. I saw a scary number on the news today and I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. I don't want you to panic, but I just is, it's just on my mind. I saw it and, and I think it was one of those scare tactics, but it's, you know, it kind of worked for a second. 2022, 
that social distancing could keep going until. Wow. I don't know that that's realistic, but it's not not realistic. It's not. I mean, if they listen, this virus is something we've never seen before. If we'd seen it before, we'd have a vaccine for it. We've got to do the work to figure out how to cure it and prevent it. Yeah. Um, The fact that it keeps mutating potentially is also going to be a challenge. It sucks. Mm. Um, I, I just want to get home. I just, you know, for me, I want to go over to America just to see my family. You know, it's mm. hard not being able to do that. Um, again, not that I normally miss being in the States, but now that I can't get there, I'm like, I'd really like to get over there and just like say hi to people. It's weird, isn't it? I'm spending more time talking to my brother and sister in the last couple of weeks than I think I have in the previous couple of years combined. Yeah, I've talked to my mom almost every day for the past two weeks, which is mm. crazy. Um, nice, but crazy. It's, yeah. And if she can't reach me for 10 seconds, she she <laughs> if she can't reach me on Viber for five minutes, she'll email me. If she can't, if I don't write, she'll Facebook me. Then she'll start texting me. Then she'll fucking WhatsApp me. I'm like, Mom, I'm still alive. It's okay. <laughs> she's like she's seen Mad Max and she thinks that's yeah. what all of Australia she's like watch. oh my god Andrew has the Rona <laughs> she calling it the Rona no I hope not <laughs> she's got she's 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 a little bit she's a little bit more um traditional than that I think yeah um but yeah it's just it's really funny um yeah interesting I, I'm reaching out to friends that I've had in uh, in the states that I haven't spoken to in years, like this kid, uh, I went to high school with Dan. Um, we, we struck out a uh, struck out. We struck up like a two hour conversation the other day, and we haven't spoken in years. To the point where his one of his first questions to me was, "Are you still married?" I was like, "No, I've been divorced for about ten years or eight years." <laughs> Are you a conversation like an actual verbal conversation or just text messaging text type messaging, stuff? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. Even with, you know, the desperate times, there's no way I'm picking up the phone to actually talk to anyone. No. no. I, I have been Skyping, uh, like, video movies with Andy and Maria. I saw that, yeah. That you was, guys both fell asleep together. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was really great. So that's been fun. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. Not that I don't talk to Andy and Maria pretty much every day anyway, but, like, it's like when you can't see people, it's like, oh, like, the people that I'm reaching out to in the States, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah, it is weird. Like I, like Daryl and I had been running together every day to a point where we were getting a little bit sick of running with each other. And now the fact that we can't run with each other all the time, it's like we'd really like to to see each other. We yeah. just got to try and you know. You miss your running, bro. Yeah. I miss my running, bro. You know, I, I miss everyone. Like you know, I I had reached a point leading up to Brinbank where I was just over group training in general, yeah. and now I'm looking forward to actually getting back and seeing some people again. Yeah. Um, it has been good though to get back into running for myself and by myself and discovering that I still like doing it. Yeah. Um, I think it would have sucked if I'd not enjoyed running with people and then started running by myself and realized I didn't enjoy that either. That would have been tough. This would have been a done then. different conversation. Yeah, very much so. This would be an intervention. I think. Indeed. Indeed. Interruption. How else are you coping? What are you doing to keep yourself busy? Um, do you know, I'm just, I'm doing a little bit of it. Like, there's, because there's not much going on, obviously, at all in the arts industry, My the thing that helps keep me going is I make my little skits and my little videos. And obviously, that's fun for me to do. It helps me pass the time. But I also like the fact that I can pass on a little bit of humor to people um, because I think we need some humor right now. Um, so I'm doing that, obviously. So when are you going to start doing something that's actually funny? Oh, you can go and just <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> 
I'm... I think it, I think it does show though. Like you as a artist and a creative person, your yeah. first instinct is I've got this creative muscle I need to flex. My first instinct is I'm going to sit on the couch and play video games for five hours. Oh, I've been doing that too. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I've absolutely been doing that too. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm working on impulse with the guys. Uh, obviously, we can't film at the moment. Yeah, how is that possible? Well, it's a lot of content right now, and we, we've been thinking outside the box. Like, Brendan had this awesome idea that we did the Instagram takeover a few days ago, and it was just each of us got on the Instagram stories for 24 hours and answered fan questions. And between the one, two, three, five of us who did it, uh, four or five of us, we had almost a 1,000 questions. Um, really? Yeah. Wow. It, it was so good. And, you know... It showed us how much people are supporting the project, and we just would get on the Instagram. Shout out to the person who asked and, and answered to the best of our ability. Um, by the way, everybody, go to Impulse Fan Series on Instagram. You can check out those in the highlights section of our stories. Um, but yeah, so other than that, you know, we're getting the Max Mercury origin story. Brendan's got some. We, we've got some big, uh, something big that we're going to announce in a couple of days as well. Plus, we're trying to think outside the box of what we can do while we can't film. Um, we might do some green screen stuff, so that's that's helping mm -hmm. me stay motivated because I have some interesting. We both have some interesting things that we may or be uh, may not be able to film on the green screen, so that it's just like one person's there filming on my green green screen, then Brendan films on his, and we try to put it together. So you've got space to sort of investigate technical challenges and something that you would normally dismiss because you don't have time. Yeah. Well, now that's all you've got, so you can try and work through it. And exactly. And if if we can't if we can't um, film, we have another uh, avenue that we're going to try to go down, which I won't say too much about. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's been that. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm doing that. I'm playing video games, man. I've been playing Star Wars video games for like. <laughs> Hours. I played the Blair Witch game yesterday. That was pretty cool. There's a Blair Witch game? Yeah, apparently. It's actually, it's kind of like a mix of Slenderman and like, it's kind of like a Silent Hill kind of thing. It's pretty okay. creepy. Um, I've been I'm just playing Zelda all the time I on the Switch. I'm jealous. I love Zelda. It's such a good game. Yeah. I'm up to like 160 hours on it. That's awesome. And it's just, and I've barely scratched the surface. I'm 35% of the way through. Jesus. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like, if yeah, it's, it's the one good thing is that I, I was like, the second we knew that we were going to be working from home and schooling from home, I went and I bought the downloadable content. Nice. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's a great, it's, that is an amazing game. Mm. I love all incarnations of Zelda. Ocarina of Time is my favorite. Oh, yeah. Man, I wish yeah. I had a Nintendo 64 or my 3DS. I used to have a 3DS with that game on it, but then my ex-wife took it. Well, Zelda 2 is coming. So buy a Switch, get Zelda 1. Then get Zelda 2 when it comes out. It's money well spent. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll do it's that. It's good. I'll just look for a cheap one online. Not not now. You're not going to find anything no, cheap you're not gonna get Good point, actually. Yeah, yeah. no. That's, that's not happening. Um, I'm trying to stay fit, you know? Yeah. It's hard because there's nothing... Uh, now that, obviously, we're going to try to do some filming, maybe it's a bit more of motivation. But, you know, I'm, I'm also using this time to... Not relax, relax, but I know I'm not filming any shirtless scenes for the next at least six months, so I'm having a little bit more of my trail mix that I like. I had pizza the other day for the first time in fucking almost over a year. Are you back on meat? Uh, no, not, well, I've kind of, um, okay, so I'm not completely vegetarian right now. 
Um, I have meat. I did buy meat, and I had some like kangaroo mints the other day. Um, I'm just doing what I feel, you know. Yeah. Uh, I felt like I wanted to get some meat just to switch things up a bit, and that's cool. Interesting. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still eating relatively healthy, but portion control is tough for me. That is a I'm... bitch. Portion control's tough. I find that I'm going back for seconds. Yeah. My daughters, because they've been bored, they're baking all the time. Okay. So I'll, I'll be sitting here in the office and I'll be working away and then I'll duck out to get a coffee and there'll be cookies or a cake or bread and it's just all getting finished straight away. And then Easter came along and damn you Easter bunny with yeah. all the bloody chocolate eggs. That uh, wasn't good. No, um, I, I, I hear you. So it's weird because I'm, I'm definitely stronger now because i've been doing my you know daily workouts with the weights and the rowing machine now for about a month and mm. I'm, I'm feeling a lot stronger physically but i'm definitely a lot heavier i'm probably three to four kilos heavier than i would have been when i was just running yeah. and a little bit of it is muscle like i look at myself in the mirror and i'm like you know what that's not too bad that yeah. looks like normal yeah but then i jump on the scales and the scales are like four kilos heavier and yeah. it can't all be muscle there's no way i've put on four kilos just in my triceps yeah you know in the last month or so it's impossible Maybe. so yeah, when when if and when um, we get back out there, there'll need to be a little bit of a more conscious eating. Yeah, I think so. And you know, but again, I think a little bit of comfort and silly decisions is okay. You know, yeah. Like, don't beat yourselves up if you're if you've gained a couple of kilos in lockdown. Don't gain twenty. <laughs> no, but especially if you're exercising more, like if you're doing more strength training and, you know, you find yourself putting on weight, it could be muscle. It could be. You know, most um, likely it so, is. Some of it could be um, a lot of times if you're really training hard for something, you tend to run a little bit underweight. And that's not good. That doesn't help you with your injuries. Like no. sometimes actually putting a little bit of weight on and helping to build some strength is, is the right thing to do. Because there's no races to train for. There's um, no PBs. Uh, as we spoke about, I think maybe last podcast, the podcast before, going out and trying to set a PB now and injuring yourself would be the worst thing. Yeah, because if you think that only being able to run for an hour sucks, try being injured and not able to run at all. Exactly. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I'd not be okay with that. Yeah. I'd cry. That would be bad. Every yeah. day in a corner. Yeah. Rupturing an Achilles right now or doing an ACL and being housebound would just be no that'd be a death sentence maybe it's not that dramatic but it is that dramatic like you 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 would die yeah Uh, i would yeah me personally okay yeah if i if i if i if i burst anything you would die oh really yeah that's how look after yourself then thank you (laughs) (laughs) oh what else what else did we have on our list that's it is that anything else no, I think we've gone through everything. Yeah. So do you want to talk about this Spartan competition? So yeah. I saw the video. I watched the video just before we jumped on. Yeah. So um, I normally stay away from as much of your content that you do without me as possible. Such but this a... time I felt compelled to actually watch it. Dick. To see if there was anything worthwhile in it. And for the listeners, I think there was. There was, but not for you. No, not for me personally. What a jerk. That involves, well, Spartan stuff involves anything upper body, and I just don't have that. Fair so enough. So give me another three months of isolation, and I might be able to do a chin-up. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so basically, yeah, so the Spartan uh, has generously donated to Breaking the Barrier uh, a few items uh, to basically give away in a competition. So obviously the Breaking the Barrier is going to host this competition sponsored by the Spartan. And all you have to do is, much like the Generation You Can competition, you're going to be tagging stuff. But with this one, what I want you to do is go on Instagram and on Facebook, whatever, uh, and post... Ha- Whoa. 
I just got a message. Post how you're staying fit, how you're staying motivated, what is your home workout routine like, what are you doing to keep everything up? And, you know, post that for a little bit of encouragement even to some of your friends who are trying to find, because that's what I love about the community group right now is all these people posting their workouts is that it's just a plethora of what can I try differently today? You know, I'm not sure. Let me go check the Breaking the Barrier community group to see what workouts are up today. So, by the way, if you haven't already joined that, do that. Anyway, so once you uh, upload that all on Facebook, Instagram, tag Spartan Race AU, tag the Spartan, tag Breaking the Barrier. And you will have an opportunity to win one of two Spartan hats. Um, one is navy blue with a red logo. One is gray with a white logo. A cotton tank top for the dudes, which is a black tank top with the big Spartan logo on the front and Spartan Australia on the back. And for the ladies, a technical top, which is... The technical top was amazing. Amazing. The top looks great. Ladies. Right. You should get it on that. Yeah. yeah. That's one of those ones that if you went to... Uh, uh, Lululemon or whatever that place is called, they would cost you probably about like $120. So it looked, it looked great. Yeah. I mean, as, as a bloke, I'm looking at the cotton tank top going, mm, maybe I could squeeze into the, the ladies top. Maybe one of your legs. Yeah. It's probably a little small. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, so it's either one of two hats, a cotton tank top and a ladies technical top. So there will be four winners. There'll be a man, a lady, uh, and, Two people who win the hats. So four winners. And these, you know, the Spartan uh, gear, the Spartan swag, it's it's valued. You know, the, yeah. the hats are about 50 or $60. That cotton The tank blue top. hat with the red looks amazing. It looks like the Mandalorian yeah. symbol. It looks kind of cool. This is yeah, the way. I like that as well. I, yeah. I kind of want to I want to win that hat. <laughs> I, might, I might make a fake Instagram. Um, but, yeah, like. Just go for it. it. I will ship this stuff internationally. So this one is not just for Australian residents. Really? Yeah. This time we've gone international. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. So just post your workouts, post how you're staying motivated, tag Spartan Race AU, tag Spartan, tag Breaking the Barrier, and be in it to win it. And it's drawn it. from a hat. It's a random draw from a hat, correct? That's it. That's it. Okay. Um, obviously, we will have to draw a, a female name for the ladies' technical top and a male yeah. name for the... Yeah. So we'll put them into we'll put the men in one hat, the ladies in the other hat. We'll draw them for the specific gender ones, and then we'll put everyone into a hat, and then we'll draw the hats. Indeed, indeed. All right, cool. Done. I've decided this is the way. This is the way. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Um, go ahead. No, that's all I had. I was about to say that uh, sounds like a really good competition, and seems like we've uh, the success of the generation you can has brought more success and more rewards and prizes for our listeners. Absolutely. Well done, everyone, for for helping us keep this going. Because obviously, if people weren't listening and people weren't entering the competitions, they wouldn't give us stuff to give away. No, that's that's a good point. And something like Generation You Can and Spartan, they're obviously really big companies. So, you know, get in on it. You want to get behind that. Excellent. All right. Well, we will probably wrap it up there. We will uh, look forward to speaking to all of you on the community and uh, seeing what comes up over the next uh, week or two. It's a little tough to do stuff weekly at the moment because I don't just want to sit here and talk about COVID all the time. No. Um, And there's no races to do. Um, Really? Yeah. I think, yeah, we got to get pretty creative. I think it'll be probably episodes about specific workouts that we've seen that maybe are good to talk about. You know, we might even go back to some basics. I think like, how to get into running. I think this yeah. is a great time to talk about how to get into fitness. Um, B2B, back to basics. And, yeah, well, there you go. 
Good for you. Just, I just came up with that. I know. I was waiting. Normally, you do that at least once an episode, and you hadn't yet. And well, I was. Oh, was, now we can stop. Yeah. Now, <laughs> we're we're good to stop now. Hmm. But yeah, I think. I mean, there's plenty of ideas that you and I both had, and I think that they they go yeah they go back to those basics of lessons that you can learn things that you can do things that you can that you can travel with all right so that's what we've got planned but of course listeners if you want to hear anything from us or you've got anything specific you'd like us to deep dive just jump on the community reply to this post or message andrew and i and we'll try and work that way into our very very busy schedules oh totally All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Breaking the Barrier podcast, where Zach and I hope to inspire you to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. We'll catch you next time.